Hi, Justin. Um, so you're the SHO um, on the medical take, and you're asked to see a 57-year-old gentleman who's attended Amy with chest pain. He works as a builder and noted the pain first started two days ago when he was moving a wheelbarrow. The pain settled when he stopped and only lasted about 15 minutes. Today he reports having the same central pain at rest, lasting an hour, associated with both nausea and sweating. His respiratory rate of 19, saturated 97% on room air, heart rate of 97, and blood pressure 143 over 89, and is afebrile. He's currently chest pain free. Can you talk me through your assessment of this patient, please? Yep. Um, so here we have a 57-year-old gentleman who's essentially had an um, episode of chest pain at rest um, and has some associated sort of, uh, diaphoresis, nausea and vomiting. Uh, his blood pressure, all his vitals are within normal range and he's currently uh, pain-free. So immediately, um, the first things that I'm thinking about is whether or not this person has had acute coronary syndrome. But going through examining the patient and speaking to the patient, I'd want to rule out any other important um, potential causes of chest pain as well, which, which might be medically relevant in this case. Uh, so the first thing I'd like to do um, is to see, uh, get, get a current set of OBS for this patient as I'm, as I'm, as I'm approaching the bedside. I want to have a look around to see whether he's on a cardiac monitor, um, whether he's already had any bloods, previous investigations done by A&E which might give me clues as to as to which way this is going. Um, and then I'd be, see if I'd be able to, if he's hemodynamically stable, I'd want to get first a good chest pain history from him uh, to rule out any important other negatives, um, such as a pulmonary embolism, an aortic dissection, or potentially a pneumothorax. Um, assessing the patient, uh, I'd want to first ensure that his airway is patent, that he's talking to me in full sentences, and there's no signs of uh, any airway obstruction. Um, I then want to move on to B. Uh, I'd want to know what his respiratory rate is and what his oxygen saturations are like. Um, and I'd want to perform a focused respiratory history, uh, doing inspecting his uh, chest wall, uh, palpating, um, percussing, and auscultating in, listening for any crackles. Um, I would then want to get a chest x-ray for this gentleman and think about getting a blood gas uh, and then I would want to move on to C uh, looking for any signs of heart failure so volume overload I'd carry out a fluid assessment uh, I would want to know his blood pressure and his heart rate I want to get an ECG fairly promptly um, and, and I'd want to listen in to his heart sounds to make sure he's not got any murmurs or any added heart sounds um, at this point uh, I would want to have a look at his JVP as well make sure it's not elevated it's not got any signs of heart failure um, moving on to B uh, moving on to D uh, I would want to uh, get blood glucose for him and do a neurological assessment to make sure he's not confused um, and moving on to E, just checking for any other signs of peripheral edema, potential other signs of cardiac causes, such as infect, uh, stigmata of invective endocarditis, or which, which might suggest a, a different cause for his chest pain. Um, I would also want to send off some bloods, including a, uh, definitely including a troponin, looking at his user knees as well, which might dictate what sort of management we can give him with the drugs we're about to start on him. Um, 
looking getting an FBC as well, as well to make sure he's not anemic, um, which might suggest a different cause of an MI, such as a type 2. Um, and looking at his CRP as well to check for any infective causes. Okay. Um, fantastic. That was very thorough. Um, it actually covered most of my next questions. So you've mentioned uh, a lot of investigations. Is there any other investigations that you would want to mention at this stage? Um, so you mentioned bloods, uh, an ECG, a chest X-ray, and a blood gas so far. And I think later down the line, I'd, I'd, I'd want an echo on, on this patient. But I think just for now, I think that, that this is what I would want the first instance. Okay, fantastic. So some of your investigations start to come back uh, and here hopefully you should be able to see an ECG on the screen and I can tell you that his initial troponin has come back elevated at 343. Um, can you talk me through uh, your next, what you're thinking about what's going on here and what your next management of this patient might be? Okay. Um... So this is an ECG uh, at sinus rhythm at about 60 beats per minute. Um, the most obvious abnormality are T-wave inversions in 2, 3, AVF, V4, and V5, which would be suggestive of an inferior lateral N-STEMI. Um, and together with the troponin um, and the history, um, I would almost certainly be most worried about an N-STEMI in this point in time. Right. How would you um, how would you commence management of this? Um, so I'd want to alert the nursing staff uh, around so that they're aware of it, and as well as let let the medical registrar know as well that we are dealing with an NSTEMI here. Uh, I'd want to ensure that he's on cardiac monitoring if he's not already. Um, I'd start him on aspirin, three hundred milligrams uh, to begin with. Um, I'm thinking about dual antiplatelet as well with either ticagrelor or clopidogrel, depending on his bleeding risk and also considering Fonda Paranox, uh, depending on uh, whether or not he's going to go for an angiogram tomorrow. Um, I'd want to calculate his GRACE score um, to, to sort of risk stratify um, and think about starting him on a beta blocker uh, and getting on uh, some analgesia as well. Uh, it mentions that he's currently pain-free at rest, but, but if he does develop, I'd want to start him on some morphine and any antiemetics PRN. Um, Further down the line, I'd want to think about um, things like lowering his blood pressure, such as ramipril, uh, and a high-dose statin. Um, but in the first instance, there's definitely dual antiplatelet, considering a low molecular weight heparin and um, a beta blocker if he's not bradycardic. Fantastic. Um, so you then, uh, the patient uh, does have an NSTEMI, uh, and he goes on to have an angiogram and requires a stent in his left circumflex artery. So you do see him... Um, couple of days later um, on day of discharge. So what medications um, what, what medications do you think he should be on and what lifestyle advice uh, and discharge advice might you give him? So definitely uh, the dual antiplatelets and it's important to emphasize at this point, uh, especially as he's had a stent that um, adherence is, is absolutely crucial uh, in this case. Um, I, as mentioned before, I think uh, I want to start him on high dose statin an ACE inhibitor and a beta blocker. Um, and also think about uh, whether or not he's got an impaired uh, ejection fraction uh, as I want to start him on a mineral corticoid receptor antagonist in that case. Um, I want the GP to be looking out for aggressively monitoring for hypertension type 2 diabetes. I'd want to get him some smoking cessation advice and lipid monitoring 
uh, promoting sort of healthy diet, physical exercise, uh, giving him some DVLA guidance, and um, making sure that the he's got contact for re cardiac rehabilitation as well, putting him in contact with with any relevant local services that that might provide this. Um, Very good. Um, so now I'm going to take you back uh, to two days prior. So let's say you've assessed this patient in A&E, you've just diagnosed him with an NSTEMI, you're going off shift and you're handing over to the uh, medical SHO who's on overnight. Uh, could you please hand over this patient to them? Um, yep. So uh, this is a 57-year-old gentleman who was admitted with an NSTEMI. Um, he had an episode of chest pain at rest. Uh, he was hemodynamically stable and is currently chest pain-free. Uh, his ECG showed anterolateral inferior lateral T-wave inversion and has a positive troponin. He's been commenced on dual antiplatelets, some analgesia, uh, and is currently on a cardiac monitoring. Um, over overnight, um, I just want him to be reviewed for any uh, new symptoms of chest pain, any features of a heart failure, or any changes to the ECG or any arrhythmias, um, any of which might prompt uh, a referral overnight to cardiology for consideration of, uh, of potentially PCI. Great. Thanks very much. Thank you.